Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The following is a presentation of the Force Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Force Center podcast feed. Now it's time for a Spotlight Star Wars with your host, Ken Knapsack.
Hey, Force Center friends, it is Spotlight Star Wars indeed. So happy to be with you as I always am. And we've got a great guest coming up here in a bit, Alex Damon of Star Wars Explained. Going to be calling into the show. I got some deep questions about Big's Dark Letter. We talked about it before with him. We've talked about it on Databank Bro, but let's really get to what's inside his heart about Big's Dark Letter. And then we're going to talk Rebel Pilots, why we love them. It's, it's going to be interesting. We're going to get into the the psyche of why we like rebel pilots and uh, before we do that you know i've been doing this thing here it just kind of sprung up totally by accident where i've been rereading the novelizations of the original trilogy and uh, for whatever reason I, I, I really poured through return of the jedi but i didn't read it cover to cover i just was reading big sections and that was the focus of a lot of the episodes on spotlight star wars especially as we closed out 2018 uh, then, uh, for whatever reason, uh, I was like, all right, well, naturally, let's, just, I guess, just work back, right, right, or or how I kind of watch the movies, whatever, whatever the reason was, I ended up just really, from word one, reading the Empire Strikes Back novelization, even the last episode of Spotlight Star Wars, which we talked about Han Solo and him kind of always running and some of the insights we learned from the Empire novelization. Including that, yeah, he was not officially in the Rebel Alliance. That's been there since 1980. Now, not everything in the novels uh, in, the, in the novelizations from 77, 80, and 83 can be considered or should be considered canon. Uh, there's some big differences. We know that um, the the uh, Obi Wan Kenobi Owen Lars brother relationship. We know that doesn't count. So I don't really take everything to be like a you know canon as we take it now but there's some great insights in that in all these novels and the Han Solo one was there and and the stuff about him being uh, not officially part of the Rebel Alliance and I saw an article going around the internet recently and uh, I, I did poke into it it was like that was the question it was like it was Han actually part of the Rebel Alliance in Empire Strikes Back and well we, you know the answer is right there in the novel no whether or not we can you know take everything as canon again like I said I don't know but I kind of felt bad for that author because it was a great article I read it I loved it I forget his name. I, I should give him some credit there, but yeah, you guys look it up. Do a search. And, and he, we run a tight ship here. And, uh, you know, I don't, I clearly hadn't read that novel or like me, hadn't read it in a long, long time, which is why I'm redoing it. And what has been fascinating so far uh, in the Empire Strikes Back novel, I knew it, but I hadn't really digested it. It's, again, been a long time since, since I read it, but, you know, General Veers dies. Hobby uh, two star destroyers against the de- you know two fighters against the star destroyer. That guy, Hobby, yeah, you know him. He he decides to crash his snowspeeder into the lead walker in a last ditch effort to save the day. Hmm, sounds familiar. Uh, and he kills Veers. Veers is dead, which is why Veers doesn't show up again in Return of the Jedi. Now in canon, Veers is alive because in Empire that doesn't happen. He successfully uh, destroys the shield generator, and boom, we're off and running. But it is this kind of, you know, there's the, what is it, the Twitter handle, Veers Watch. You know, know, the cult of Veers is definitely strong, and I I, uh, love General Maximilian Veers as well. He's an interesting little character. I love, you know, you got Ozzel, kind of the bumbling guy, Piet, kind of a ball of nervous but efficient energy. Veers just kind of, he's cautious, he's careful, he knows what's going on. He just does his job. He's respectful and fearful of Vader in his own way, but he gets the job done. 
So it's a fascinating character. Plus, Julian Glover's great and goes on to be Walter Donovan in Last Crusade and, uh, of course, Maester Picel in Game of Thrones. So that, that that brings its own kind of weight. But, yeah, Veer's straight out gone, dead. So that is is kind of uh, interesting to me. That would explain why, well, George, even though he maybe, you know, didn't kill him in the movie, was like, ah, in one of my versions, I think he's dead. I can't remember. So, hey, he's not back. And then, you know, Hobby pays the price there as well. But we'd have no reason to believe, even just watching the movie that hobby survived that you don't see hobby making a run uh at the second death star though that would have been cool and it's also just goes a little bit of insight into i, I think george making that he definitely you know has his main characters and he has and he, he crafts these background and secondary characters but i don't think he's in love with them as much as we are and i wouldn't expect him to and again he probably loves all of his characters on some level as a creator but it's telling to me that we, even now, I say General Maximilian Veers, but he was General Veers. That was it. It wasn't until the late 80s, as we know, we talk about it a lot on Force Center, the, the West End Games post that era where Panda Baba was now the name of Walrus Man. And that's the great example. That's one of the ones that kind of changed. It's funny. And sometimes I still, and I didn't really play the card game, I'll still miss some of those names. Joseph's a lot better than me at that because he, he was really steeped in those games and he studied those things and I didn't. So I to me, it was like, that's Hammerhead. I don't know. I don't know what else you want to call him. It's that's Walrus Man, Hammerhead. I mean, that's the you know Rancor Keeper. It wasn't until later on, you know, we can call him Malakili. So, uh, General Veers, that's his name. Admiral Piet. We don't worry about his name being Firmus Piet. I grew up a fan of Moff Jer Gerard, not Moff Tian Jer Gerard. Admiral Akbar is not Admiral GL Akbar. We now grow to love these characters and now expect that. Captain Modin Kennedy in The Last Jedi came name ready. You know, that's one of Pablo Hidalgo's main jobs. He sits down, he'll he'll flush that out. Which is interesting to the argument, you'll hear this a lot, uh, you know, about people who are throwing darts at Disney or Lucasfilm. And, and sometimes those darts are deserved, don't get me wrong, but the one of the ones I hear it a lot, and I understand it, but it's like, hey, uh, Donald Gleason didn't even know that his character's first name was Armitage, right? It's General Armitage Hux. He just, he just thought it was Hux, and someone, like a reporter, tells him later on, oh, the name in, your name in the novel is Armitage. And that can be used to say, see, they're not, they're not, there's not a cohesive unit going on there, they don't really know what they're doing, and, and the actor should have known. And Hux is a main character, don't get me wrong, but is it is it truly valuable for that type of character? He's General Hux. Is Armitage going to make it that much different? It didn't for Moff Ger Gerard, General Veers, Admiral Piet. Now, again, again, Hux has more impact. I would have liked, I would have liked if Donald Gleason knew his name was Armitage, I don't think Mark Lewis Jones really knew or cared. Maybe he did. Someone tweet him that his character's name was Moden. I'm Captain Kennedy. I'm a, I know what I am. I used to work for the Empire. I'm grumpy. I hate my boss. Let me go with that. And it's, so it's interesting to me that you go back to Star Wars and some of the names are what they are. There's Biggs Darklighter. Hey, we're going to dive into that in a bit. Red Four's John Brannan. When did that really pop up? Red Leader, 
Garvin Dave Drace, Gold Leader, John Dutch Vander. Hell, he was called Hutch in the movie. Now it's John Dutch Vander. Um, yes, those things matter to us, and they should. I want these characters to I want Moden Kennedy to be Moden Kennedy, not just random Captain Kennedy. But in reading that section, when General Veers dies at Empire, just showed where maybe George put some of that, and maybe I think he was surprised. The, the, we could spend a lot of time talking about Admiral Akbar, what he means to people, and he means a lot to me, just like Admiral Raddus does. Which, by the way, Raddus to this, I don't have a, I don't have a first name on Raddus yet. Uh, I'll keep checking StarWars.com every day. Um, you should love Admiral Akbar. You should love Admiral Akbar. He's he is important to the story, but he wasn't Admiral Jal Akbar with his history. With everything, it just was a rebel leader that Lucas had a need for and had probably a little bit of a backstory for. Now, Return of the Jedi in the novel, we see that there was a lot with Mon Mothma, a lot with Mon Mothma. So my question still is, as we talked about in that, that Spotlight Star Wars a couple weeks ago, where is Mothma? I want Mothma. I want more of that story. I want more of General Crix Maydeen, which, by the way, is just General Maydeen for me growing up there. So it's interesting, interesting perspective looking at the novel. And I think I think we might talk a little bit more. I might reread that section. But the author, Donald F. Glutt, uh, wrote the Empire novel, obviously off an early version of Empire Strikes Back. Definitely the story we see on screen. It wasn't like the Lee Brackett version or something like the late Lee Brackett. But the the Yoda training sequence Yoda, Luke on Dagobah starts very similar, but right away the description. It, Yoda is blue. He is if, if you've seen some of the designs, the Stuart Freeborn designs um, that have more uh, more elf and fairy like qualities and more kind of almost like uh, they belong in the dark crystal or labyrinth kind of designs. That's the Yoda that's in the novel. Blue skinned, hair long and parted down the middle. Uh, same dialogue for the most part, but there's a lot of different things in the training sequence. Some little seekers, almost like those probes that Yoda uses, or excuse me, Luke uses in A New Hope on the Millennium Falcon that Finn finds later. Kind of similar to those that Yoda, Yoda was using to test Luke. A lot of interesting things, a lot of different little changes, little changes that shows what could have been. And also, again, again, insight into George and, and Lawrence Kasdan and the whole crew when they're making them back there. Now, I do, again, I do think times change. I do want these characters to have names. I just don't think it is as important for some of these secondary characters and third and fourth tier characters. Should Armitage Hux have known? Should Donald Gleason have known? Yeah, I can get behind that argument. I really, really can. But I don't think it's as important to Donald Gleason as we might make it out to be. And when you look at some of these old novels, you see where it stands. So we're going to keep reading that. I'm not quite done with it. Got to do some traveling. been doing some traveling, but I am going to finish the Empire Strikes Back novel and then probably dive back into A New Hope. They're quick reads. So if you want to get your hands on the New Hope novel, we can... We can read it together. And then as we approach the 20-year anniversary of The Phantom Menace, I do want to dive back into the Phantom Menace novelization by Terry Brooks and see what we can learn from that. Uh, it's been a long time for me. I remember a lot of different stuff with Anakin, a lot of stuff about his dreams. I want to go back to that. I want to revisit that. You can join that. All right. Here on Spotlight Star Wars today, uh, I do have a special guest. So let's go to that phone call now. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com code buttery exclusions apply see site for details hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. All right, as I said, we've got a special guest. He is Colin from the beautiful state of Georgia. Or actually, who knows? He's a world traveler. He might be somewhere else. Uh, it is Alex Damon of Star Wars Explained. How are you, my friend? Hey, I'm doing good, and I am in Georgia. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> I, I, I hate when I lie to people accidentally. I lie to my listeners. Nowhere fancy right now. So, uh, yeah, I know uh, at the time of this recording, uh, you're, you're doing some traveling and we're worried about Star Wars news dropping. Looks like we're safe so far. 
It, it, do you believe- yeah, we'll see. <laughs> well, how many times has it happened that you and Molly have traveled and then breaking Star Wars news just explodes across the internet? Um, let's see. Last year, uh, we did a little traveling for my birthday and it, we, we made plans for that trip months in advance. And then it turned out that the rebels finale was going to be, uh, coming out while we were on the plane. Um, before that, I think we were, we went on a little trip for our anniversary and the last Jedi trailer dropped while we were gone. Um, I remember one time we came out to LA to visit you guys for the first time I did a schmo down. And when we landed, I checked Twitter and like a minute ago, they had announced Ryan Johnson's trilogy. Um, which, which we're maybe the Benioff wife thing too. Oh, wow. It it feels like every single time. Well, we will, we'll be ready to go for this, uh, this time around here, but I got you on spotlight stars for a reason. I've been talking so far today about the empire strikes back novel and, and, and Lucas and names. And yeah, he does name a lot of characters, but a lot of the, the full names, uh, a lot of those Imperial officers and rebel pilots, those names kind of came later on late eighties. That's when we started to learn all this stuff. But one that was named pretty much from the beginning, Biggs Darklighter. That is your guy. We've talked about it a little bit. We've been here for, on force center for databank brawls, but now I really want to dive into the obsession with Biggs Darklighter and where, where that obsession began and where it is now, Alex, how did this begin? Was it the mustache? Uh, no, it was those pictures that you could see like in behind the scenes books and stuff, the, the pictures of that deleted scene where he's on Tatooine with the cape. Um, and I guess I didn't really discover that until, um, the special edition. I think I got into Mm. Star Wars right around 95, 96. So it wasn't too long before the special editions came out. And then they added that one scene of Biggs and Luke in the hangar. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's that pilot from the trench run. And then I'm, I realized that, oh, he mentions Biggs on Tatooine. Like, yeah. Biggs is right. I'm never going to get out of here. And I, I saw those pictures of the deleted scene with him in the cape where he's dressed like a boss. Oh, and beautiful I was like, It was like the first time I learned that deleted scenes were a thing. So I'm like... <laughs> nine at this point and i i didn't know why would you shoot something and not put it in the oh, movie i didn't yeah. understand it at the <laughs> time all we had were vhs and you couldn't just find the deleted scenes online or anything they were available on this cd-rom called like behind the magic and my friend had it and we spent way too long unlocking it and then the scene is kind of disappointing to be honest but right by that time i had just like kind of become obsessed with that one scene and so i guess it's just like i just like biggs for what he represents in my film education yeah uh, and then I, I named my dog biggs and th- then it just kind of snowballed into like you know what he's my favorite character i'm just gonna like go all in on this and get excited every time he pops up uh and learn everything i can about him I, I love that. I love, I love, uh, I, and I fully get it. I understand it because having read the novel early on and, and having a lot of that stuff in there with Cammy and Wormy and Fixer and Biggs. And then I saw the pictures that there was a book I could check out from a school library. And it was like, it was fascinating to me that this guy from the X-Wing fight, you know, as I'd say to myself at seven and eight, uh, is, is here on Luke's planet. Like what's going on? So yeah, we all learned <laughs> filmmaking through those scenes, I guess. So I, I get that. Um, the rebel pilots, man, Biggs, Wedge Antilles, Porkins, 
red leader, gold leader, they kind of have their own little cult of, uh, you know, followings. Uh, wh- what do you think it is? And we kind of each have our favorites and, you know, and, and it, it wedge when he shows back up in empire, it's just kind of this cool, like, Oh, he survived. He made it. Uh, why do you think we love our rebel pilot? Uh, I mean, I've always thought that the outfits were awesome. Like even before my straight up bigs obsession, I loved the pilots and everything about the trench run. It's still, I don't know what it is about a new hope. And I feel like they didn't, they haven't really done it in the sequel trilogy in the same way. I feel where like you have all these pilots that just have like one or two lines, but for some reason, they have so much character and they feel like they're real people and they have history. And, right. uh, I, I guess that's why I love them is that it feels like they all have a reason to be there and a story to tell. Yeah. Um, I think rogue one got a little closer to doing that, but I just, except for like snap and just have a, and well, I mean, I, you know what? Maybe the sequel trilogy did a pretty good job because now I'm naming like. <laughs> well, well, yeah, and Eloatsi, and then you're, you know, Stomaroni Stark. We just did on Databank Brawl this past week with, with, of course, the great Tally Lintra. But, but I, I think what you might be describing t- is sometimes what new Star Wars will always have against it un- until the future. The other ones have just been around in our lives. So Porkins meant something for years. And if you were a Porkins fan, like you carried that flag for 30, 40 years and we don't have That's that. His- we don't have that history yet. You know, Jess Pava might have a fan club. I mean, she has them now, but 20, 30 years from now, someone will be like, ah, they don't make pilots like they made Jessica Havoc Pava, you know, like that'll be part of it. <laughs> Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Right. What is and some, I, I'm yeah. right there with you. I love Tally. I mean, the last smirk of Tally Lintra, it's just, uh, it, there's something about it. And I, I always think Scrimshaw's right. Or she just she just has cockpit acting down. It's a, it's a trait. And I mm. think, and I think, uh, uh, Biggs Darklighter, uh, 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 Garrick, uh, uh, absolutely has that down. He brought so much personality. Yeah. All of them did. I, I don't know. Like even the ones that didn't get to say anything, they just kind of explode. <laughs> I'm just like, no. What are, I felt like yeah. every loss was real. What are, What are some of your other pilots that you like, man? What did you have? Is there, is there a number two behind Biggs that's not Luke Skywalker? I mean, it's Wedge. Yeah, I, I do love the the holy trinity of uh, Biggs, Wedge, and Porkins. Oh yeah. Did, did they re- they released that Funko Pop set? Right? Am I remembering that right? Yeah. Oh, God, get, yeah, I've got them all. I got to get my hands on them. I, I've kind of weaned off uh, Funko Pops, but then they release those kind of sets, and it's like oh, I got. I have to have that in my life. I have to have that in my life. Um, I, I will say yeah. uh, though, um, Blue Leader Merrick and yeah. Hawk Merrick. I really latched onto him in Rogue One. I thought he was fantastic. Another mustached hero. Yeah, uh, I've, I've gotten into a couple <laughs> joking Twitter fights <laughs> about who's hunkier, Biggs or Merrick. Oh, that's a good, it might be a push, might be a good old Vegas push because yeah, (laughs) you know, you got, you got dark and you got light there. Uh, Yeah. Merrick, it's, I know in the behind the scenes footage that came out earlier, that's the first time we really saw him and he was kind of smiling, the actors smiling in the cockpit. It's like, already we're behind this guy. And it was like, oh gosh, they're going with blue squadron. They're they're harkening back. They're calling Mm -hmm. back to the novel. And uh, I love that too, though. I am always glad. Uh, and, and we on Spotlight Star Wars been rereading these original trilogy novelizations. I I actually love that it's red five for Luke and not blue five. It, it, red is just that's a power color, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> what, uh, what, uh, as you look towards nine, uh, and we, we might get some of the returning pilots. We, we, we feel we got snap. I haven't, I don't know at this point of recording, maybe you can clarify for me if, if Jess Pop is back, Jessica Henswick, I don't know. Um, and then that's kind of it. We got to form some new heroes. Uh, are you looking forward to these returning characters? Do you want to have like a big snap moment? Uh, yeah, I mean, yes, I will give anything for the pilots to get a spotlight. I really hope that the sequel trilogy has kind of its battle of indoor. I don't know why it, um, it's kind of the same thing. I felt like the battle of Starkiller base wasn't a big yeah. starfighter battle. The last Jedi opened with one, but I, I want like just a big starfighter on starfighter thing in episode nine. And yeah. I, I can't remember if, Jess Pav is back or not, but I feel like they at least hinted at it because Greg Grunberg talked about how, quote, they were all reading the Poe Dameron comic on set. And oh, I yeah. feel like he's probably talking about him and Oscar. And uh, I don't remember who plays Jess. Uh, Jessica Henswick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I kind of feel like maybe they were all doing that together. Yeah. And look, and, and, and uh, as much as uh, I do love having Last Jedi, like I remember having those questions. Uh, about well, that's kind of weird that Snap. You know, I mean, we we kind of already assumed to be the wedge of the series. I like what the comics have done in trying to plug plug this little, little story uh, holes there. Of hey, here they are. They're going off on this mission, which I like. So and now it can make some sense. And, and a year later, now we have maybe uh, a little bit more of the ranks filled out there. Something that um, Molly and I actually talked about today when we were filming our Q and A, and this came up on Twitter recently as well. Uh, someone said that it would be really cool if they got um, Christopher Sean to play Kazuda in a scene. Like oh, yeah. if that could work out, if that wouldn't spoil anything for the series and vice versa. But yeah. I mean, they could easily just have him in a cockpit. He looks a lot like Kazuda. Yeah. And then to most people, he would just be like one of those random pilots that gets to deliver a line, but like five people in the theater would just lose their damn minds. <laughs> It's like when we all saw the ghost in Rogue One, heard General Sindula. Exactly. Yeah, that would that would be interesting. Like, I'd, I'd love that. Are, are you you're obviously keeping up on Resistance? We can. Uh, I'd like to talk a little bit about that too, because we talk about pilots and the characters and 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 the the attitudes and uh, behind these pilots. Uh, Resistance is is starting to really get in that. I still want Griff to have a monologue. I need that to happen. Um, yeah. But you're following that series. I know you, Molly, you and Molly are. Um, are you? What are you expecting when this thing goes past the events of Force Awakens and essentially the Last Jedi? What do you? What do you, what do you want out of the Resistance series when, when that happens? Uh, I mean, I think that probably. I mean, well, they've almost guaranteed that Hosing and Prime is going to happen in season one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm expecting the last episode or two, or maybe it'll just be the last episode that involves that and what happens but uh once they reach past that point i'm expecting it to kind of follow a rebels pattern where the first season was almost entirely on Lothal, and it was about getting to know these characters and this place and then in season two they joined the larger rebellion there's a lot more traveling to be done so yeah i'm expecting that probably in season two Okay. It's going to be beyond the last Jedi and it'll probably, it'll be in the early days between eight and nine and we'll get a couple hints here and there, but Kaz will probably be off mm. separate from Poe and Leia. We won't get to know exactly what they're doing, but we'll get some taste. 
He's off with Shriv and Zay, uh, Miko. That's what I'm hoping. Give me some. I, sh- man, I would love it if Shriv came back. <laughs> Shriv is great, and you talk about a rebel character. You know, he's, he's not quite just a rebel pilot. Obviously, he's a little bit more, but there's there's someone with a lot of personality. That's what we love. And so, yeah. you know, going back to like, I think Biggs and Wedge and Tillys uh, are those type of characters. Porkins too, and even Zev Sineska, Dak Walter. All those we we that's where that that we love these background characters. It's part of what makes Star Wars fun. And I think the new the new stuff is very aware of that because the people creating it probably had similar feelings growing up so yeah just uh maybe we'll just uh you know have a bigger moment for snap and maybe the ghost of tally lyncher can come back and i'll feel better about that there. <laughs> uh alex i don't want to keep it too much longer i know um i know possibly you've got a big contest uh f- at star wars celebration uh for the movie trivia schmodown star wars championship uh are are you geared up for that are you just is your brain on overload you've defeated me you've tossed me aside i bow down to you how you how are you looking forward to that yes i haven't started studying again yet so it's not i'm not ready but hopefully by april i will be and nothing nothing confirmed for your opponent i know a lot of people want it to be sam whitworth um and and i hope i'd love to see that one-on-one whitworth damon that'd be a great battle uh i'll be in the crowd cheering so uh or maybe i'll be on stage announcing i haven't figured out that yet uh but um i know as always i if i need to lose to people over star wars trivia you and joseph scrimshaw are the ones i want to lose to over and over and sam too i love and respect what he does so uh, thank you, Alex, for taking time out. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, let everyone know where they can uh, get explained when it comes to Star Wars. Uh, yeah, you can follow us on YouTube.com. Our channel is just called Star Wars Explained, and our Twitter handle is at Star Wars Explained. No ED. Absolutely. And, uh, Molly's got some good stuff, too, coming down the pipeline. I'm, I'm going to get her on here on uh, Spotlight Star Wars soon to talk to her about some Star Wars, but she's working on some, some of her own stuff, too, right? Yeah, she is. Great. Great. So we'll get more information on that. Alex Damon, the movie trivia schmodown Star Wars champion, but more importantly, a good friend to us here at Force Center. That's it for Spotlight Star Wars this week. No in-memory or in-memory or listening memories. I swear, I'm traveling. I'm heading to New York. I'm heading to Arizona to do some comedy shows with Mark Ellis. Go to markellislive.com for more information and, and, and doing the live show down in New York at the time of this recording. I'm heading out. So the full shows of Spotlight Star Wars, don't worry. The listener memories are very important. Some of my favorite things uh, to put together. And then uh, the in-memoriams are, are still very much a go. And we are releasing them still on YouTube. Don't forget to the, go to the Force Center YouTube page check out the animated databank brawl the animated uh, bit from kevin uh, smets who also does the memoriams there about the the force ghost party a lot of things we have a little fan video section on there if you'd like to do a fan video let us know reach out submit it and we'll see if we want to put it up there and uh, don't forget to follow us at force center pod official facebook page and patreon.com slash force center where we're building towards some goals and some new ones coming down the pipeline soon as we get ready to make 2019 even better so that is it for spotlight star wars this week we'll see you next time may that force thing kind of sort of always remain around you thanks for listening to spotlight star wars on force center follow us on twitter at force center pod and follow ken online including twitch at ken knapsack Consider supporting Force Center on Patreon at patreon.com slash forcecenter. Go to forcecenterpod.podomatic.net for more information. And use the hashtag SpotlightStarWars to join the conversation. Until next time, this has been Spotlight Star Wars on Force Center. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.